0: Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, by by Voice by for Victory by Radio, by your host, by Pastor by Jeremy City. Coburnat, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Kobarnak.
1: Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, October 20th, and this month is flying by. We're two thirds of the way through and uh, another week has passed. And I hope you've had a great week and I hope you're having a good Friday so far. Uh, We're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM, uh, WVFV. It's Voice for Victory Radio. And uh, our station is located right here in Roanoke Rapids. Our studio is right here at Victory Baptist Church. And if you've never uh, been a part of Victory Baptist Church, we'd invite you to come and visit one of our services Uh, We have services on Sunday morning and night and Sunday school. We have uh, service on Wednesday night. It's a wonderful place, and I thank God for our church. But we welcome you on the radio. And then those on the radio app and those on the podcast, thank you for joining us today. And then those who are watching on Facebook and YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in uh, on this Friday. Sunday, uh, we're looking forward to a great day. It's Pumpkin Sunday here at our church. And so all of the Uh, children that come they'll get a pumpkin they'll get to pick one out and it's just something little but it's special and I know for my kids they are so excited about getting a pumpkin and then then the uh, the debate comes where does it go Uh, I like to say it goes on the front porch Uh, they like to think it goes up in their room and all that good stuff but we'll have a great time and uh, normally they'll draw something on it, draw a little face or whatever, but uh, I hope it'll be a good day. And then starting Monday, we have our Teen Spectacular. This is an event we've had for years and years uh, here at the church for teenagers And at 6.30 Monday night and 6.30 Tuesday night, Brother Kenny Baldwin uh, will be preaching uh, in our auditorium. And we'll have teens, not just our church teens, but teens from all over this area. We'll have teens that are coming from other places. Other churches are bringing some groups in. And uh, it's going to be a great time. But we have lots of giveaways, lots of prizes, uh, lots of games. And uh, best of all, uh, there will be a Bible message every night. And there will be an opportunity for teens Uh, to put their faith and trust in Christ. And that's the greatest decision a teenager could ever make. So I'm excited about that Monday, Tuesday. And then Wednesday night, Brother Baldwin will be preaching for our Wednesday night service for the church. And so that's not just for teens. That's for everybody. And we're looking forward to a wonderful time next week. Uh, 14 spectacular. I want to say a happy uh, birthday today to Mark Glover and a happy birthday today to Tivy Medlin. Hope you have a great day and then a happy anniversary today to Mill and Cindy Odom. Hope you have a wonderful day. And then tomorrow, Saturday, a happy birthday to Donna Butts, Colin Mullis, Julia Oris, and happy anniversary to Warren and Lori Future. All those tomorrow. I hope you have a great day. Let's pray today for our church and our school. Pray for all of our uh, missionaries. Pray for all of the ministries here in the church. Uh, let's pray for one another. Uh, let's pray for Israel. Pray for their peace and pray for their protection. And I talked a little bit about it Wednesday night, but we are given a Bible mandate to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And I hope we'll be in prayer for that nation. And let's pray for our own nation. Pray that God would do a mighty work in the United States of America. And And uh, as we approach elections coming up, it's hard to believe, about a year away. And, uh, of course, primaries and all that will be next uh, next year, early next year. Uh, But I hope you'll be much in prayer. We're going to go to a song. Uh, Here's a great song by Brother Joe Arthur. His grace is sufficient. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Hebrews 11.
2: I'm tried and tested As I travel day by day Oft I meet with pain and sorrow And there's trouble in the way But I have the sweet. And my soul. sufficient
0: for me
2: for me, his grace is sufficient for me when the tempter breaks confusion and I don't know what to do on my knees To Jesus, for I know He'll see me through. Then despair is changed to victory. Every doubt just melts away, and in Him there is hope. grace is sufficient for me, and what joy fills my soul just to know, just to know that His grace is sufficient.
1: Amen. Aren't you glad for that? God's grace is sufficient. And uh, by the way, Brother Joe Arthur, who was singing that song, uh, he is going to be preaching in Emporia. It is next um, Thursday night and Friday night at the Faith Baptist Church. And so I mentioned it, I think it was on Sunday. I'll mentioned. i try to remember to mention it again this coming Sunday. Uh, But he's always a blessing, and we love it when he comes to Roanoke Rapids. He'll be back. We've got him scheduled for next June. And uh, of course we're looking forward to that. I saw a couple comments here I wanted to mention. Uh, thank you, Brother uh, Chris Bishop, he said, Happy Friday, watching live for once. And I know you usually listen after the fact. I think maybe even the podcast, uh, but we appreciate you, Brother Chris. You're a blessing. He was one of our he was one of my teenagers. In Geneseo, Illinois, when I was a youth pastor. And uh, we've got some stories for sure. And I thank the Lord for you, Brother Chris. You're a blessing. And then, Mrs. Reyes, thank you for tuning in on this Friday. And uh, Mrs. Reyes, I know you heard it, but um, Wednesday night, your son in law, Brother Nathan, he did a great job preaching, preached a great message about blind Bartimaeus. And uh, he had some pretty good stories in there too. Uh, about uh, Olivia. He mentioned Emma in, in a story, uh, but he had a couple good ones about Olivia, and so I hope you enjoyed that. I know I enjoyed the message, and and I hope everybody else that's listening, I hope you enjoyed it too, but uh, we're thankful for you uh, tuning in today and others that may be listening. Uh, I know we've got many on the radio. We've got folks online. We've got the podcast. We've got some on Facebook, some on YouTube, uh, but we're glad you're here. I can see those comments uh, from Facebook, when we're at the song, I try to always uh, uh, scan through those. And so, thank you for tuning in. We're talking about David from Hebrews 11. He's mentioned in the Hall of Faith chapter, and we saw first we saw that David had childlike faith, and uh, what a great example. Uh, he life things were so simple. I, I use that term simple. It wasn't easy, but he knew that Goliath was the enemy, and that was the, the one he had to to, to conquer. And, you know, try to keep life simple. Just just love God, uh, read the Bible, pray, go to church, uh, be kind, forgive, just, just, just do what you're supposed to do. Just, just do what the Bible says and life is so much simpler. But David had childlike faith. Then we saw uh, for David that in order to fight Goliath, he had to identify the real enemy. And the real enemy was Goliath. It was not Saul. It was not his brothers. It was not the other soldiers. Uh, The real enemy was Goliath. And and you've got to identify your enemy. All of us have an enemy, and the Bible says it's not uh, flesh and blood, but it is against, it's a spiritual battle. And uh, I hope you recognize that your enemy is your adversary, the devil. Uh, He is the enemy. Then we said you need to choose the right weapon. I think it's interesting that David uh, uh, denied. He said, "I I can't use Saul's weapons. I can't use his armor He used the weapon that God had given him, and that was a a sling. And then as he went to fight Goliath, he picked up those those five smooth stones that God had prepared for him. And you say, well, did he think he was going to miss the first one? I don't know. I don't think so. I've heard some preachers say that Goliath had four brothers, and maybe David said, hey, let me just get one for each of them just in case the opportunity arises today. I don't know, but I know this. That first one, David launched that stone, it hit Goliath, and he came down. and uh, then David went and took Goliath's sword, and he chopped off his head, and uh, he 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 demonstrated that it was finished. Nobody was going to wonder, is Goliath really dead? Maybe he's just knocked out. Maybe he's just unconscious. Maybe he just stumbled there was no doubt that God delivered Goliath into David's hand. So you got to choose the right weapon. And then the third thought I'll give you today, and we'll talk a little bit more about David next week, but I really want to share this thought. I hope it would be a blessing to you. And that is this. You know, David had to accept the role that God had given him. Now now think about this. David could have gone to that battle and said, you know what, I changed my mind. Uh, I'm not the king. Uh, I'm not a trained soldier. Uh, David could have made excuses for why God could not use him. He was a shepherd. And yes, he had killed a lion and a bear that had tried to take the sheep. But David had never been on a battlefield before. He had not even fought a, 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 a normal average soldier. So how could he take on Goliath, who was a champion? Goliath and you say well how do you know he was a champion well the Bible says he was a champion and he was still alive Uh, that means that there had been many battles that he had fought and he lived and the other person died so this was a seasoned experience this was a giant of a man and David could have said you know this isn't this isn't for me I'm not really qualified But David accepted the role. He was not a king yet. He would be a king later. Uh, He was not a warrior yet. He would be a warrior. But David was just a shepherd boy. But he was a shepherd boy who had faith in God. And I want to tell you, God does not need you to be someone that you are not. God does not need me to be somebody that I am not. He needs us to be the person that he made us to be. By the way, it's interesting that David... It was obvious he was not a soldier because he refused that armor. He went out to the battle looking like a shepherd. He wasn't even pretending to be. He wasn't even trying to be something he was not. He just went out as a shepherd boy. But that's all God needed. That's all God needed for that battle was somebody who had faith in him. Hebrews 11, we see in verse 32 those names that are listed there. But then I like this, verse 33. The Bible says, who through faith subdued kingdoms. David would definitely fit that category. He wrought righteousness. David did that. He obtained promises. David did that. He stopped the mouths of lions. He had done that. Uh, Quenched the violence of fire. Escaped the edge of the sword. David did that. He escaped the edge of Goliath's sword. And then it says, out of weakness was made strong. Waxed valiant in fight. David, out of his weakness. You talk about a weakness being a shepherd against a soldier? Out of weakness, he was made strong, and he waxed, or he became more valiant, more courageous in fight, and he did. We'll see that probably uh, on Monday, how that he uh, was courageous, and it says that he turned to flight the armies of the aliens. You know what happened when David defeated Goliath? The Bible says that the Philistines ran. They fled, and David, single-handedly, well, with the help of God, but David, turned an entire army to flight because of the faith that he had in God. Why is it that we sometimes uh, are not happy to be who we are? Why is it that we are not uh, willing to be the person that God made us? Maybe it's because we focus too much on ourselves and not enough on God. David's focus was not on himself. His focus was, the Lord shall deliver you into my hand. I like this. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 4, he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith. You know, God's got a course for you. God's got a battle for you. God's got a plan for you. You don't have to fight somebody else's battle. You don't have to run somebody else's race. You just need to be willing to do what God has called you and let God use you in a great and mighty way. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend. We'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday. God bless you. Thank you for joining us